I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back. Final segment of Inside Sources today. It's great to be with you. I am Boyd Matheson, and of course we've we've spanned the globe and spanned the topics uh, over the last two hours and talking about everything from the president speaking at the U.N. to uh, what is happening in Washington, D.C., uh, an interesting conversation with Senator Mitt Romney and Senator Michael Bennett from Colorado, Democrat and a Republican, uh, talking about uh, their little float down the Colorado River and the conversations that took place there as it relates to stewardship and climate and uh, stewardship of the land, having all the voices at the table. What's the proper role of the federal government? How much do we need to better empower state and local officials to handle those things? What are each of our responsibilities as it relates to water? Uh, obviously, we've gone through drought years and this year in particular. And what does that mean for the future? Uh, important conversations there. And if you missed the last segment, uh, we had a really crucial conversation uh, with uh, Jessica Holtzbauer. And uh, you want to go back and listen to this, whether you have a daughter or a granddaughter, uh, a sister. These are just absolutely vital content. Uh, for you to get through uh, as it relates to social media. Uh, Wall Street Journal reported uh, that uh, Facebook and many of their internal deliberations has understood for a long time the impact of social media, especially on teenage girls. And uh, we just had some amazing ideas, tips, strategies, practical, tactical stuff that you can uh, incorporate into a conversation. And I wouldn't just say for your daughter or granddaughter. I would say for your sisters, for your spouses. Uh, this is important stuff in terms of how that works and what it does to our self-esteem, our self-image, uh, and ways to, to combat that. And to me, that's just a crucial conversation because we have to be in touch with ourselves yeah, if we're going to be able to really lead and make a difference and move forward in a positive way. We talked a lot today uh, about the president, about his inner circle. It seems to me that the president is getting awfully isolated. I've spoken to a lot of Democrats from across the country in the nation's capital, here in the state of Utah and elsewhere, uh, who are increasingly concerned about how insulated the president is or how the president's staff is isolating the president from other voices. Uh, and this is not a surprise. This often happens to elected officials. They get into office and a lot of the voices that they relied on throughout their career or throughout the campaign are suddenly not working in an administration. And again, whether it's a president, whether it's a governor, whether it's a Senate office, a mayor's office, whatever it might be, it's so easy for leaders to get isolated. And I'm telling you that an isolated leader is rarely a good leader. And the more isolated a leader becomes, the more off balance they are and the less likely they are to make good, confident, forward-moving decisions. It happens in businesses. How often do you see the CEO or the president of an organization get so isolated or be so managed up 
uh, by middle managers who think the boss only wants to hear what the boss wants to hear. And so we're going to sugarcoat everything. We're going to control all the messages going up. Uh, We're going to make sure there's no outside input on anything. Then you end up with very isolated leader. That leader rarely makes good decisions. And again, it's the same for the president of a country, the president of a company, uh, or anywhere else for that matter. And so you have to be in touch. You have to be connected. And the greatest leaders I've ever seen are those who love to have diversity in the conversation. They don't want a bunch of yes women or yes men surrounding them that are telling them only what they want to hear. They're going to ask the questions of what's the truth? Uh, There's there's the old saying, uh, you have to be willing to hear how the cow ate the cabbage. Now, I have no idea about the source of uh, that or the origins of that saying, but the the meaning of how the cow ate the cabbage is really give me the unvarnished, unfiltered truth. And as a leader, if you're not getting that, you're not making your best decisions. You're not leading in your most effective and productive way. And so you got to learn how the cows eat the cabbage, even if it's a little uncomfortable, even if it has to cause you to question Maybe some of your other leaders or managers or mid-level people who are helping in your organization. And a lot of people are expressing, at least behind the scenes, that President Biden is not getting the real version of how the cow ate the cabbage. And so the president is delivering remarks that are scripted by the speechwriters and the staff. Uh, that may not really be in tune with where things are. And we've seen that on a number of issues over the last couple of weeks, where the president has said one thing in a big speech, whether it's to the country or to the U.N., only to have to see it reversed by reality just hours or days later. Of course, it wasn't long ago when the president stepped to the microphone, spoke to the American people about the pandemic, talked about mandates and a host of other things. And he talked about boosters and that the government had secured all the boosters they're going to need because we're going to give boosters to everyone starting in September. Uh, And then it was not even 48 hours later that the FDA came out and said, not so fast, not so much. Uh, And so that undermines the president's credibility. So the question then is, Did the president know that? Did anybody tell the president that? Did anybody on the staff understand that the FDA was about ready to make a ruling, a 14 to 2 ruling, by the way, uh, on boosters and how that would undermine the credibility of the president? Same thing holds true in terms of Afghanistan. Same thing holds true in terms of the new agreement with Australia, the United Kingdom and the U.S. and submarines and Did anybody think about talking to the French about that before it was rolled out? Apparently not. And so it's about being in touch. It's about being connected as a leader. If you are a managed up leader, if everyone's only telling you sunshine, lollipops, rainbows, and unicorns, uh, that's great for when everything's going well. And remember that cash flow covers a multitude of sins. A good economy covers a multitude of governmental sins, uh, but eventually that all pops and breaks, and then the leadership really gets tested, and that happens to every organization, and unless you have a leader who really is in touch, 
that out-of-touch, that isolated leader is not going to be the best leader, and they're going to have a lot of cleaning up to do on the back end of all of that. Uh, Anne-Marie Lindbergh said, when one is out of touch with oneself, one cannot be in touch with others. And I think that's true. You know, the ability to impact and, and positively touch those that you're trying to lead is really the ultimate test of leadership. And you have to be in touch with the facts and the people first. Uh, you can't be isolated. You can't be in your own little bubble, uh, again, often created by staff. And whether that's, again, governmental staff or whether that's in an organizational staff, uh, it's really interesting to note that uh, most of the skills of leadership, planning, delegation, speaking, creating strategy, uh, that's all outward-focused stuff. Those are learned skills. Yet the, the real vital elements of leadership, vision, wisdom, insight, uh, inspiration, all of those things, those are internally focused. They require you uh, to experience some some real reflection. And so while we often say leaders have to be comfortable in their own skin, they have to be confident about where they are, they have to have the confidence to hear how the cow ate the cabbage. They have to say, give it to me straight, undiluted, not sugar-coated, not a three-cavity answer or a four-cavity slide presentation. What I need are the facts and the figures. I need to know what the present reality is. Because if you don't know the present reality, you can't chart a court. You can't lead. You can't lead. And I think that's what the president needs is a heavy dose. He needs to go out to the cabbage patch and watch how the cows eat the cabbage. And again, whether that's pandemic-related, whether that's what's happening uh, with our partners in Europe that are frustrated and angry, uh, whether it's uh, people dealing with the, the pandemic, all of those things are serious challenges. And so you got to be in touch. An out-of-touch leader is not going to lead very long. An isolated leader is going to get lost. And so real leadership always requires you to be in touch and to know how the cow ate the cabbage. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for listening to Inside Sources here on In. KSL News Radio today. And as always, as you go out into the world, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something today that'll make a difference. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.